Michael Massey and I are excited to be offering a workshop on Sunday, December 12th. We're going to be diving into consciousness, explaining a bit about the building blocks of reality, what that has to do with our suffering, and how to shift out of that suffering and into a higher experience of life. If you're wanting to stop living from a place of stress, fear, anxiety, and relationship breakdowns, or want to become more aligned with your purpose, you aren't going to want to miss our Connecting with Consciousness workshop. It will start at noon on December 12th, and we'll meet over Zoom. It'll be recorded, so no worries if you can't make it live. Register now on karagoodwin.com. Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin, and today I'm joined by Anne Hintz. Anne is a spiritual teacher, a speaker, and author of the book, Pathway to Insight. She's developed the ability to sense inside her body and release physical tension stored in her connective tissue using solely the focus of her mind. She has x-rays to show the physical changes resulting from this inner work, including changing the alignment of her eye sockets, the straightening of her neck, the centering of her lower jaw, and the growth of her tooth roots. So Anne wants us to know that we have this incredible power within us, and it just takes going further with practices that you may already be doing. So welcome, Anne. What a joy to have you. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. So I'm so intrigued by your story, and I can't wait to learn more. And in fact, when um, when we were in touch with each other, I, I actually wasn't really um, scheduling any any podcast recordings at the time, but I read your story and I was like, oh, I've got to talk to her. <laughs> so, so I pushed some things around and made some room because I was like, this is, this is so interesting. And especially because as I shared with you over our written communication, my daughter has recently um, been diagnosed with scoliosis. So we're on this healing journey, um, doing, you know, a mix of traditional, you know, she's been fitted for a brace. And so we're doing more of the traditional, like recommended, you know, children's hospital kind of thing. And then I'm also taking her to the chiropractor and then I'm doing little mini energy sessions on her, you know, throughout the week. And so, um, when I saw all these structural changes, I was like, okay, I get it. Like for you to have, come in at that specific time when all of that was going on. I was like, okay, I've got to talk to her. I want to find out more about this. So, so welcome. So nice to have you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so tell us about your journey and how you came to develop the ability to sense within your own body. Okay, sure. Now it's a long journey. It's not something that I think someone could step into right away because right. I had no idea these things were possible and I could not have done what I do now straight off the bat so I did lots of things over the years to try and make myself feel better I had a lot of you know trauma from childhood most of us do I had two alcoholic parents I found my mother dead in my bathroom when I was 19 so I had some big traumas that I kind of held on to I didn't know that I was holding on to them and I didn't know how to let go of them so it was when I was in my late 30s and I was a stay-at-home mom with two young boys and I went to like a doctor's checkup appointment And he could tell that I was more stressed than I should be for the situation I was in. And he asked me what my stress level was. And I said it was an eight out of 10. 
And I knew straight away it was because the tears from that trauma when I was 19 were still just under the surface, right? They would, they would come up. I could feel them still there. Mm. So he worked with me with this technique called EFT. It's called tapping as well, mm. short for emotional freedom technique. He worked with me for about 15 minutes. And I walked away from that doctor's appointment being able to tell the story of her death without any emotions arising. And it just felt like such a huge shift. It felt like it was something permanent, like something had changed inside of me. So I started to use it. I actually needed to test it. I tested it out first because we had this cat, a 17-year-old cat at home that needed daily saline shots. I'm talking of cats, I see one right there. One jumped right up when you said that. <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> so he needed these daily saline shots and I hated needles and I'd never given shots before. And the first time I did, my hand was just shaking uncontrollably. So I knew I was not going to do this every day. Yeah. So I thought this was a great test case for this technique. So I tapped about my fear of hurting my cat, about the fear of the needle, about my history around needles. And the next time, the needle just slid right in. It was just such a, a shift in the way, in the nervous system almost, that I knew it was a really powerful tool. So I started using it every day. I started to become aware of when I was reacting to things or when I was emotional. And then I would tap about it. And but I wanted more than that. You know, I'm, I, I have some tenacity in me. So I, I wrote down all the emotional traumas and the emotional memories that I could remember from my childhood. And I went through them one each day. And I could find my, I found my mind becoming quieter. And it wasn't until it was quiet enough, I'd done enough of this work, that I, I could look back and see that the words that I would use inside my head, the ones that I would criticize myself with, the ones I would judge other people about, those were the, the words that my dad had used and I had been programmed with them in childhood and I just replayed them. I just replayed them over and over again against myself and against other people. And it was really nice when that had gone from my mind. It actually felt like I was living in a different reality because my mind was quiet for the first time ever. Wow. So that was like the first step. And so a lot of that was around judgment and like programming, programmed judgment, it sounds like. But also the events from the past, right? I had to let go of okay. the traumatic memories of the, the emotions that I had held inside of myself for so long. Mm. I had to let them go. And then I could start to see other things, right? So to me, it's a progression of awareness. When I started mm. this, I wasn't aware of how I felt. I, mm. I didn't know what I was feeling. So with the tapping, it kind of opened up that awareness and I became aware of the emotions that I was feeling around these events or and in a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. But then there's another level of awareness, which is the physical sensations underneath the emotions, right? When you're feeling fear, it's actually a set of physical sensations that you name as fear. Right. So once you open up that awareness, you can become aware of those physical sensations. And then you've got another layer to work. So you can tap on that still. And I did tap on then those physical sensations. But once I became aware of them, I started to use another technique that I call feeling your feelings. Mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because I'd been in a group at the time and we were studying A Course in Miracles, which is really difficult to understand. Mm. <laughs> but 
the guy in the group said, it's not about, you don't have to meditate, which was good because I didn't want to have to do that. Mm. It's all about feeling your feelings. Mm. But he didn't explain what he meant. And I didn't know what he meant. And I was just starting on this journey of tapping. So as time went by and I started to become aware of the sensations, I thought, okay, I'm going to try and do this. What does feeling your feelings mean? So I would practice. I'd be standing at the kitchen sink doing the dishes, and I'd, I'd realize I was emotional about some particular thought I was having. And I would stop. I would actually hold myself like a statue because I wanted to find that sensation inside of me and hold it. I wanted to feel it. So I actually realized I had to hold my breath to do it because as soon as I breathed out, the sensation was, was, had shifted, but I wanted to hold it in place. So I would hold myself as a statue and just feel it. Like I would talk to the sensations. It's like, I can feel this tension right there in my stomach or in my solar plexus. I just want to feel you. What do you feel like? Because I had suppressed these feelings, I'd held them in for so long, I didn't know how to actually feel them and let them go. And I realized once I'd experienced them enough, just let it be there, accepted it, then I'd need to take a deep breath. And then I would let it out and feel it again. Think the thought again, feel the feeling again, and it would have shifted. Something would have changed. It either would have diminished or it would have moved somewhere else. And then I would think the thought again and feel it again and do it over and over again with the same thought until a thought no longer had emotion attached to it. Then I keep doing the dishes. It took a long time to get the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> but I could feel this having a difference. I could feel myself yeah. relaxing in ways that I had never relaxed before. That's so interesting because you're talking about feeling. So, and that has that dual meaning in the way that you're using it because you've got your feelings that we can equate to emotion that are causing a feeling as a physical sensation inside your body and then so you're working with both aspects of feeling right as a child we're kind of taught to dissociate from our feelings right we might notice our child is tense in some particular way and we'll say to them oh you're feeling angry yeah. or you're feeling sad. And then we will associate that set of physical sensations with that word. And then we start to use the word and we forget that the physical sensations are there. So yeah. we kind of dissociate. So this is kind of bringing us back. It's reversing that process and expanding the awareness. Right. It's marrying the emotion with the, with the physical, the emotional body and the physical body and bringing them together, which I hadn't really connected. Like I have thought of feeling like there are two different things that feelings are. In fact, um, a friend of mine and I just explored this on the podcast not very long ago where we were talking about how there are these two aspects to feelings, but I hadn't really considered how they have like actually that same root because there's the emotional side and the physical side, but it's comes together into one thing, which can be called the feeling with yeah. the physical and emotional. Wow. Right. So then I took it further and um, because it was doing so much, I was feeling so good. So I would mm -hmm. start lying on the sofa in the evenings. So I was no longer doing the tapping in the evenings, but I'd lie on the sofa and I would bring these collective traumas to mind because there's no difference between, you know, what we're going through on a day-to-day -day basis or collective traumas that we've experienced through media. 
Okay, so, so when you say collective traumas, you mean a, the like maybe humanity at large or a larger group of individuals all experiencing the same trauma. Right. So like 9-11. Yeah, that's the, the same example that, that came to mind right away for me too. Yeah. Yeah. So I would bring those thoughts to mind, which would bring up those feelings, the physical sensations, and I would notice them, hold my awareness on them, and let that feeling subside, let it dissipate, bring it outside the body. And at some point, you know, it took a while, mm -hmm. months probably, at some point I realized I could keep my awareness inside my body once the tension had released, which to me is the beginning of insight. It was um, mm. the ability to see inside or sense inside. Oh. So then I started working with that. Okay. So you started with the emotion of your own trauma, your own um, experiences, and now we're in the collective. And now you're starting to transition into in the insights that you can get from from all of this okay right but this it's not so much the mind insight right it's a physical insight okay. actually being able to sense on the inside well, it's a weird concept I had never heard of it before so okay. you know that's part of the reason I'm sharing my story so right. that we know this is um, something that we can experience so yeah and, and it didn't matter that as I said it didn't matter that it was a collective trauma it's whatever I could feel emotion around I would use it as a tool to release at a deeper and deeper level okay so I started using moving my awareness around inside and at some point I could keep my awareness inside my head which was kind of different than my body it took a while to be able to get it into my face mm -hmm. but once I did I was doing the same thing I would I would move my awareness around until I found some tension which is kind of the same as the outside, right? I was working with the physical sensations. And before that, with the tapping, I was working on the emotions, the words. So it's just a deeper level of awareness. I would hold my awareness on the tension, which is just like, like I was doing on the outside. And once I held it there for long enough, it would release. And at some point, I'd released enough that um, it started to really release at a deeper level and I could actually feel it and hear it release and it sounded like old fabric ripping and I realized I did some research and realized actually what I'm moving my awareness through is the connective tissue or the fascia the matrix and within the body yes it's throughout the whole body and that's what is releasing oh tension. my goodness I have full body but, chills that's incredible so that's what wow. I've done more and more. And right, I would actually sometimes feel the bones in my skull slightly shift. So that's why it was so amazing to get the x-ray and actually see what I kind of have felt happen on the inside. I didn't realize the changes were that big, but to see the x-ray and see the power that we have of what we can do just with focused awareness, is it's amazing. It blew my mind to see that x-ray. That's I know, and me too, because I've seen the I've seen the pictures. And so did you was there a part of you that got so far with the EFT and with the collective work that you were doing that you thought, okay, I think that I can make some physical changes and I'm gonna get an X-ray so that I have a before. Because I'm just thinking, like, how did you even have that before picture? 
Yeah, it's just because I've had orthodontic work for decades. So they were just orthodontic x-rays. Really? When I I saw the comparison, it's like, oh my goodness, yes. Wow, so explain. But it was never, it was never my goal to make physical changes. It was always inner peace. That was always my goal. Mm -hmm. So, but just in the process of releasing tension, which is all I'm doing from different levels of awareness and just releasing it at a deeper and deeper level. Mm-hmm. That release of tension has resulted in letting go of dis-ease, right? Dis-ease is just tension stored in the body. So I'm just letting go of that, which has created these physical changes. And so by that, um, by that, th- I'm saying theory, but like, I know you've proven it, um, if you if we're going down to the tissue and the bone structure, it's that there is tension that we have had that we've held on to as we have gone through growth, like physical growth and physical changes within the body that we're storing tension, like emotional tension and trauma, and it it's like getting almost um, fossilized in the connective tissue and in the bone that's our programming it is so programmed into us and we have no idea and at each level of awareness you know there's that saying that god given never gives you more than you can handle Mm -hmm. so you're never really aware too deep right so once Mm -hmm. i put my awareness inside my body i came across all this tension that i had no idea i was holding on to and i've had scoliosis since, since birth so well since early on, I'm not mm. sure, exactly sure when it started, <laughs> yeah. right? but but that in itself has held me out of alignment, mm. which has been a huge amount of tension. So when I first put my awareness inside my left cheek specifically, there was so much pain in there. I could only hold my awareness on it just for a few seconds because it was so painful. But I had no idea for the first 50 years of my life that this pain was inside there. So it had been affecting me. It had been affecting the signal that I had been putting off to the universe and what I'd been attracting back all this time without my knowing it. Wow. It's really fascinating. I mean, and that also brings to mind um, that I love that, that we are only given as much as we can handle at any given time. Um, But I have noticed more and more in listeners of of the podcast have heard me say this before, but that it's, I am realizing more and more that when I experience pain, I will immediately look away. You know, it's like, just distract, just, you know, it's like if I'm brushing my teeth and I feel some pain in my gum or something, it's like, okay, use almost like a, it's not, it's not a conscious choice, but it's like this choice to just be like, okay, don't look at that because you don't want to strengthen it or something. But I have understood and and explored this also that another way to do it is to look right at the pain, like go right into it, to go bring all of your awareness right to it. And many times it releases and and it's almost like it, it just wants some attention, like it wants to be seen, but once it is seen then it can dissipate. And it and I, I'm sure, like you said, you know, that can be like a more drawn out process. But if it's just a little minor temporary, like, oh, I feel like a little 
ache in my shoulder or something, you know, how often do we as humanity reach for a pain reliever? The minute that we feel something, some discomfort, rather, because we don't want to see it. We don't want to, you know, we, we don't value what pain is trying to tell us and um, that it can just be a signal. And yeah. Yeah. We've been taught to suppress it, right? Mm-hmm. How many times were we taught as children, don't cry or put a Band-Aid on it? Or mm-hmm. we've been, um, you know, put the TV on, do something to hide it so you don't yeah. have to think about it. So, yes, it, it's we've just been programmed that way. So the, the, what we need to do is become aware of that. And, yes, look at it, right? Look at the emotions or look at the sensations, look at the pain, look at the tension, and that's exactly what I've been doing at each level mm-hmm. is becoming totally aware of what the actual truth is. What, what, what am I really feeling and allowing that to be okay at each level, mm-hmm. just putting the focus on it because yes, it's, it's asking for attention at tension. And once oh. you hold that tension, the focused awareness on it, it dissipates and it can dissipate, you know, a little bit of a, at a time, or it can shift somewhere else. With the scoliosis, you know, that's one of the things I've been trying to work out. It's like, where is the origin of it? Mm-hmm. And I haven't fully been able to tell that. But um, I was born with my right foot up against my shin, and I had six weeks of physical therapy. So oh it was gosh. manually, it was manually released. And then I was adopted. So I never heard any more about it until after meeting my birth mother when I was 17. So I didn't know any of this and I never felt anything from it until I started to do this inner work, was able to put my awareness inside and I can actually put my awareness now and feel that my whole right leg and hip has a lot more tension in the connective tissue than my left. So I'm thinking that from childhood from birth that that tension has been there I don't know what the physical therapy did to it but it didn't release it fully and that has pulled me off um, kind of my body's talked but the tension a lot of that tension is stored in my left cheek I think that's what that pain was so it's it's throughout the connective tissue it's all the way from my cheek through my neck down my torso, all the way down into my right foot. So addressing just one part is really, in my mind, not going to heal it all. Mm-hmm. It all, every aspect, the emotions, the physical sensations, the, the connective tissue or the fascia all needs to be worked with to let it go. Wow. I That's so incredible too, because... Um, that bilateral, you know, how the left, the upper left quadrant of your being is holding and and compensating for the lower right quadrant. And of course, like our physical bodies are actually a representation. We've, we're like these microcosms of the macro, just as you talked about with how you were able to go into the collective and release things on behalf of the collective within your microcosm, you were affecting the macro. So that's also indicative of this, how we work as a collective and on the macro level where, you know, sometimes we're trying to deal with 
the a problem, but the root of it is actually something else. You know, maybe we, you know, you could think about that from like environmental perspective. You know, we, we need to clean up the oceans. We need to clean up and respect our environment. And yeah, we could get, and it's great that we get groups of people who are passionate and they take on these issues, but the actual root cause is a mentality within the collective, you know, where there's a disconnect between nature and many, many members of individual members of humanity. So it's kind of like if you don't, like we also need to understand and, and, and work on that on the cheek of the <laughs> macro. <laughs> <you know? laughs> right. Uh, we all have this huge power within us. And what we I feel we need to do is become aware of the emotions we're feeling, right? So if we, I look at it through the law of attraction. I know a lot of people have heard about that through different methods. The way I think of it is that every second of every day, we are attracting back to us what we're feeling now. So we're putting off a signal. We're emitting a signal all the time. And what is that signal we're emitting, right? If we, how am I feeling right now? Am I feeling stressed right now? And do I want that to come back again? Do I want to feel this way again? Mm. If not, I want to change how I'm feeling right now. Because if I change right now, I'm going to change what I attract in the future. So if we're all afraid of climate change, if we're all afraid of fires and, and floods and all these other things, that feeling of fear, we're just emitting that signal and we're going to attract things back again that are going to recreate that feeling inside of us. So if we work with a tool like EFT or feeling your feelings and allow that fear to actually exist, to let it out of our body physically, it's no longer a part of our signal. And then we're no longer attracting things back into our lives to allow us to recreate that signal. So we can change things collectively just by working with our emotions and those physical feelings inside of us it's so empowering I mean it really I I, as I just encourage listeners in particular because you've had so long to really embody this and many many years of it but there is so much power and there's so much truth about our creatorship what your your story your life is an illustration of how powerful every individual is as a creator when we allow it when we open ourselves up to it and we and we really step into that which we truly are and i love that you have uncovered these tools of all of these tools that are here to support that in our human journey of the emotions and the physical body. And, you know, often when we're on like a spiritual journey, there's so much focus on transcendence and there can be like a disconnect or a, 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 um, a disposition to ignore the, the physical, you know, like, oh, the body's, what's the body? What's the, what are the emotions? I'm, I'm beyond those, you know, but they're these tools. They're these tools to help us to be 
to experience ourselves as creators, which is very spiritual. <laughs> you know? Right. I didn't understand that when I started this journey either, but I, I totally understand it now. We're, we're so, the physical is so much a part of the spiritual. It's mm. almost one of the same. I think of the, of our soul as being, I think it comes in through the pineal gland because I know I'm looking from somewhere when I'm looking inside Mm -hmm. and I'm looking from somewhere in the middle of my head. It could be the pineal gland. It could be something else. I don't know. Um, But I'm looking through the connective tissue. So I think our soul is held into the body. It's held tight by this tension that we hold from our memories. And as we let this tension, this trauma go, the soul becomes free within the body. And I think once the soul is free, it's happy in the body, it's going to be happy to stay as long as it wants to stay. Of course, mm. time will tell. But <laughs> I believe <laughs> that those tensions that we hold in our body distort the signal that we are getting from spirit. And once we let those tensions go, then the signal that we tune into is going to be a much more pure, pure signal. Mm. And we can tune into spirit much more easily. So to me, it's all very much connected. Thank you for that. That's beautiful. So I'm curious about when you're talking about, you know, seeing your connective tissue in your mind's eye. Can you, is that now the level at which you know that, that you're done, for example? Like where I, what I, what I imagine when you say that is that, okay, I'm scanning, I'm scanning and you, you know, I can feel as well. But I see density, I see a block or I see like a, like something that's not, um, doesn't have the nice patterning that I'm seeing in the rest of my tissue. There's density, there's a, there's, you know, something that's um, blocked there. So you work that out and you focus on it and you kind of do your work there. And is it kind of, I'm, maybe it's a combination of like what you're physically feeling, but then also how that starts to take shape into something more symmetrical or, or more organized. Right. All I'm doing is sensing when I go inside, I'm sensing really light or darkness. And I, it's kind of like with my talking about my dad, I don't know that it's dark until I let it go. Once I let the tension go, I realize it's light underneath. And then I can say, Oh, it was dark. Mm. so it's I'm just I'm sensing the tension and the light and darkness and all I do is like okay where's calling me next where can I feel when I relax where's the most tension and then I put my awareness on that work to let that go then ask the same question just just move around from one area of tension to the next it's like I think of it like cutting through a rope Mm. right I, I cut through one little strand and then the tension is taken up by the next one, two or three strands. And then I work on that next strand and just go through it one at a time. Mm -hmm. I would love to get to the point where there is no tension left inside. That (laughs) would be so nice. Yeah. But at each layer, I really, I'm just moving to a deeper and deeper layer. It actually is almost a deeper layer inside my body. I I started working when I got to my head, I, I started working in my cheeks. I mean, at this point I can get into the bone inside inside my cheekbones, behind my cheekbones, in my palate, in the roots of my teeth. So I'm kind of almost working deeper into my skull. Okay. And once you have gotten to, once you've found your way into a certain point, is there almost like a gateway 
that opens to make it easier to get there next time. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Well, almost I don't go there next time. Like it's almost like when, you know, we walking around and you see a piece of garbage, you can't get your mind off the, off the piece of garbage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's like, I, I just go straight to that, that tension. Okay. The rest of it feels clear. Okay. Where I've been before, it just, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. It's just a tension that's, that it's where my, where I go to. And it's, I used to think that I was out of my mind when I was feeling it, but I think maybe there's two aspects of mind. There's the thinking mind and the feeling mind. So mm -hmm. I, it's, I'm not thinking, I'm just feeling. Yeah. Which is different. And I had never understood. I never knew that was a concept before. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people when they say go inside, what they're really thinking or what they're saying is go into the mind, go mm -hmm. into the imagination, but you can actually go inside and go into the physical body, mm -hmm. which is different. Wow. I love this so much. <laughs> so what, are you still working on your, your scoliosis? Do you know where you are with that? I'm just working on the next piece of tension. Okay. That's all I do is just the next one. I, you know, I never, ex as I said, I never expected the physical changes. Yeah. So I'm just releasing one piece of tension at a time and whatever happens, happens. So do you know, like, have you, what, what is the word I'm looking for? <laughs> have you taught, have you <laughs> seen, have you seen somebody who's been able to confirm if you still have curvature in your back? No, I haven't. It's been okay. probably a couple of decades since I had x-rays of my okay. back taken. Now, it would be fun at some point to have that taken. I'd actually love just another head x-ray because I know, yeah. I think it's maybe two months since I had it done. Mm -hmm. I think it was August. Um, so two or three months. I would love to have another one taken right now because I know I've changed more since then. Yeah. But I'm not going to have another one just yet. Right. But I, I know because I'm feeling this deep release of, you know, just it's like old fabric, just ripping. Wow. You know, it feels really good to let go of really old tension. Uh -huh. um, so I know things have shifted since then, uh -huh. but I don't quite know what yet. Wow. I mean, it makes me think of like one, I remember distinctly working on my daughter um, like a couple of weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago. And at one point in the, um, in my little mini healing session as she was falling asleep, I was kind of just, I was like opening up her spine, like with my hands, but I wasn't touching her. And um, so I'm just like kind of going into her spine and then like moving my hands apart. And she goes, it feels like you're opening up my spine. <laughs> she wasn't looking at me. She was <laughs> facing the other way. And I was like, wow, you're really sensitive to that then because that is exactly what I, that was the exact motion that my, yeah. my hands were doing. So in fact, That's actually, great. I think my hands were on her back. Let me correct that. I think my hands were on her back. So she could feel a sensation, a physical sensation, but she she was saying it felt like her spine was opening up. And I was like, wow. Huh. Isn't that Interesting. Amazing? So I would do the whole body. Right? I would do her feet mm. and her legs and, and her, her head, right? Her, her yeah. cheeks and where, you know, a lot, of, a lot of this starts with the facial expressions, I believe, that we use, we use in childhood when we're not able or we don't feel safe to express the emotions we're feeling. When we hold them in, we actually change the fascia inside our face, which then pulls the rest of our body off kilter. 
So, you know, the, all the words are connected to facial, face, fascia, mm-hmm. it's all connected there. So it, if, if it starts there, then that's also a place that we can work to let it go. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if you have any thoughts about something that someone could do right now to affect change within themselves and the future of the planet, if you want to go there too. Well, in the moment, the best thing you can do is relax because when you relax, you're actually changing your signal, right? But, But we live in our subconscious so much of the time, so we're not necessarily aware of that that depth of tension that we're holding so learning to do EFT it's a great Mm. thing because then when you catch yourself reacting all you need to do is just tap and Mm. it will allow those feelings the sensations the charge the electrical charge from those emotions to pass through but we have so much emotion collectively right now right and it doesn't matter what side of what issue you're on either side you've got emotions so if you can let those emotions go, mm-hmm. then we can come together in peace, right? If you let the emotions around well, climate change, as we talked about, or around race, around vaccines, mm-hmm. around abortion, doesn't matter which side you're on, right? You let the emotions that you're feeling around the issue and around the other side, because you probably have emotions around the other people who think differently from you. If we let all of those emotions go, we can come together in peace. And then we don't need to attract them anymore. Yes, that's so beautiful. Um, tell us about your book, Pathway to Insight. What what kind of things do you go into these techniques? Do you do you talk about how people can use them in this book, or how how I do? How yes, your, yeah, yeah. It's called a Pathway to Insight because someone pointed out to me it's probably not the only way. So, oh, right. A pathway to insight. Okay. Right. So yes, I talk about the law of attraction and the way we're programmed in childhood and how that comes about, how it's stored in the connective tissue in the fascia. And then I talk about the different steps that it took along the way. I explain them and give suggestions on how to use them and, and talk about going into the depths of actually, actually having insight and what that is, and what I do at this point. Mm. So I think it can take someone from right at the beginning, not being aware of anything, which is where I was, to being aware at very deep levels. Mm. And it sounds like all of, um, of this work, it's, it's internal self-driven work. Is there any work that you do with people one-to-one that you can affect change within them? Or is it by teaching them how to affect change within themselves? I'm mostly teaching these days. I can work with people. Some people need a practitioner to work with just to find the words. Mm. It's not always easy. Some people can't find the words to use with tapping. They really don't know how they feel mm-hmm. and they need someone to help them find those words. I like to do things myself. So I did it all myself pretty much. But um, yes, you can do that either way. And I'm, I can help people. But I also have a YouTube channel where I, I talk about a lot of this work in, in depth, my journey in depth, so you can um, understand it perhaps a little bit more. And I do a demonstration of tapping and I do a demonstration of feeling of feelings. Mm. So you can watch those and, and work with them yourself if you want to. And what's your YouTube channel? Just look up my name, Anne Hinks. Okay, I'll put that in the show notes. Absolutely. Okay. Wow. I mean, I can't believe how much I've learned in like 
40 minutes. <laughs> this is absolutely mind-blowing. I mean, it's so empowering. I'm so I'm so excited for the possibilities and I'm I mean, you're such a blessing that you have been on this journey and that you're sharing it so freely and openly with people. Um, I really encourage listeners to to look up Anne Hints and and explore this. I mean, there is so much possibility here, uh, so much potential. So, uh, so bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I love talking about this. It's it's wonderful. Thank you. Wow. Well, thank you so much to Anne Hints. Be sure you check her out if you like what you've heard here, which I certainly have learned a ton. She's given me a lot to think about and um, and to explore. Her website is Anne Hints, A-N-N-H-I-N-C-E. I'll put that in my show notes. And um, her book is A Pathway to Insight, so you can look into that as well. Thank you so much for listening and for your continued support. Please share this episode and you can rate and subscribe and review. I appreciate all of that support. Thank you so much and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.